Hello Spectrumites and other people. My name is Forrest and welcome to the Pancake King, Life and Marriage on the Spectrum. The podcast for you to learn about the autism spectrum, learn what it's like for someone like me to live on the spectrum, and what marriage is like between two people on the spectrum. Welcome to episode 29, a nerdier episode this time around. I've mentioned before on this podcast, or at the very least, I've alluded to the fact that I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and as a huge Star Wars fan, I watch almost everything that comes out in that franchise. One of the most recent entries that's been going on in Star Wars is the second season of the animated series The Bad Batch, about a team of clones that were originally produced to serve in the military of the Galaxy's Republic during a conflict called the Clone Wars. After the Republic was reorganized into the First Galactic Empire, this small batch of imperfect clones stayed together and started journeying across the galaxy, seeing how the Empire was impacting it as a whole, and recognizing the effects the Empire had on their own lives. Together, though, they mostly saw themselves as a family, but eventually one left to help another clone in another part of the galaxy, and another pledged himself to the Empire's goals, leaving the group smaller than they were before. One of the members, a young girl named Omega, grew upset that their little family had grown smaller. More specifically, she grew upset that things have changed. This is where I finally get to the point where this has to do with autism. This is one of the parts I'm the happiest with when it comes to this show. This show is the first real example I've ever seen in the Star Wars franchise, where the creators decided to attempt to represent a character on the autism spectrum. Now, the word autism is never used in Star Wars, and frankly, I'd be very distracted by that if they did. But, the writers wrote one of the Bad Batch members, a character named Tech, in such a way that he might as well have it, and I was very impressed with the portrayal, and I'd like to walk us through how they did it and why I love it. To begin, here's the scene itself that solidified Tech as one who thinks in an autistic way, and how he expresses that. We will be out of this cavern in short order once they arrive with the mineral. Except we still don't have the Marauder, or a way off this planet, and we can't contact Echo for help. We do not need help. We will figure out a solution. Everything is changing, and you don't even care. I am not sure how I should care about change. It is a fundamental part of life. Echo left! Why doesn't that bother you? I am aware that you miss him, but we have to adapt and move on. That is what soldiers do. We're more than that. We're a family, aren't we? Well, I... Yes. Yes, of course we are. Then why don't you act like it? Echo chose a different path, as did Crosshair. I have to respect their decision. Even though it can be difficult to understand, we must carry on. I may process moments and thoughts differently, but it does not mean that I feel any less than you. Now, there are several things I love about this scene, and how it does a good job representing autism, whether it was the writer's intention or not. First, the way text speaks is very stilted, almost as if he's processing every word himself as he says it, and trying to think through every word he says. 
It's easy though to stereotype Spectrumites in a way where their voices don't have much emotion or inflection behind them. A lot of characters on the autism spectrum in media tend to have monotone voices like that, like the main character Sam from the show Atypical, or to use an example that's not as upfront about it, Sheldon from Big Bang Theory. Characters like these often sound like they're droning and deliver the same inflection over and over again, but what I like about Tech is that he's thoughtful about the things he says. He cares enough about how he comes across to other people, and he indicates an understanding that he could come off as uncaring. Shows like Atypical and Big Bang Theory uses the character's more robotic and unemotional traits as comedic relief, mostly at the expense of the characters themselves, while here Tech is presented in a way that's not supposed to be a joke, but instead presented as a person, equal to Omega next to him even if he's different. Second. Though you couldn't see it in this audio podcast, there's a moment in this scene where Omega asks Tech if they really are family, to which Tech responds by saying, of course we are, and Omega asks, then why don't you act like it? After this, Tech has to stop and think for a moment, which involves him looking away and staring off into the distance, with a look that's thoughtful but once again, not very emotional. I thought this was really relatable, because it's something I do too, and that is I zone out and think hard. I probably spend more time in my mind than anywhere else, which I think is both a blessing and a curse. Sometimes people have gotten the wrong impression that I'm not listening to them or considering their words because I can come off as blank and detached. And finally, the way that Tech processes something heavy here is interesting too, because he never tackles it from an emotional standpoint. Emotions don't come easily to him, if they come to him at all. He expresses no feelings about Echo and Crosshair, two former members of their group, other than he acknowledges that they made their decision and he wants to respect that. He also can't understand why Omega is so upset, and more specifically, that she's upset about how things have changed. And instead of being able to empathize with her, he only looks at the changes within their group from a logical and practical standpoint. In an earlier scene in the episode, Omega complains about Echo's absence, and instead of understanding where she's coming from, Tech responds by saying, what's your issue? This is a mindset Spectrumites can have, where they see that something is really bothering another person, but they not only struggle to empathize with that person, they also get upset or annoyed with the other person's emotional outbursts. There is, of course, his line that's my favorite in not just the scene, but probably the whole series, when he says, I may process moments and thoughts differently, but it does not mean I feel any less than you. It's a powerful line that speaks to people like me on the spectrum, because it's almost like speaking out loud what I want everyone else to know. Spectrumites have been accused of not caring about the situations and trials of others, but the truth is that not only can we care, we can care very deeply. We just feel differently than the average person might. We tend to feel on a much more internal level instead of expressing it more externally. I myself am more than capable of feeling for other people, but it's on a more internal level. I've spent many days even just sitting at home empathizing for people I know who are going through a lot, and I don't say that to get a pat on the back. I'm saying that so that you know how I process things. When I'm alone with my thoughts, I'm able to unpack events more efficiently than I do with other people. I've always joked that my mind is like an outdated computer processor. It's slower, it takes more time to process things, but it does eventually reach the point that it needs to. So yeah, those are what I got out of this scene from the Bad Batch series, and why I loved the way they wrote Tech's character. Hopefully we see more stuff like this in media down the road. If you'd like to be a part of the conversation, go to my substack at thepancakeking.substack.com and leave a comment on this episode's page. 
What did you think of the way tech was written? Was there any way they could have done it better? Let me know, and I'll see you guys next week. Hey guys, if you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast, write a review to help the show grow, and subscribe to my Substack at thepancakeking.substack.com to receive updates on new podcast episodes, a new blog post every Saturday, and other content I may put out. You can also check out the entertainment me, KG, and my friends make together on our YouTube channel, Vanzot Productions. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.